for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Now, why do we seek for Jesus as Christians? Well, let me rephrase it. When is it that you desperately seek for Jesus in your life? Now, as we see in today's passage, we see crowds, a, a big crowd, crowds of Gentiles are seeking for Jesus. They bring the lame, the blind, the crippled, uh, crowds of people that have problems beyond their ability to resolve, they come seeking for Jesus and they find what they need. They are healed. Now, those are the things that are reminiscent of all the testimonies we hear as Christians. And when do we seek for Jesus? We seek Jesus in our most desperate moment in our life that goes beyond our abilities to resolve and we find Jesus. We are touched by His grace we are healed. Our problems are resolved. Our testimonies and our faith are built upon that. And we hear many, many stories. But what is it that drives us uh, to seek more of Jesus? Is it because our situation becomes more desperate? Or is it because Jesus is the one who has more compassion for all of us, regardless of our situation? That is the thing that we're going to meditate on as we take a look in Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 to 39. So why don't we take a look in today's passage. Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 through 39. Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on a mountainside and sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way. His disciples answered, Where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they, in turn, to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000 men besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into the boat and went to the vicinity of Magadan. So as we see in today's passage, we see that Jesus is in a Gentile territory. Uh, the reason is because we see after people being healed, 
their response is found in 31. It says, and they praised the God of Israel. Well, it sounds odd, but it's only because they are Gentiles that they come to know God and they praise this God of another nation. That's why we can see and know that this crowd, this great crowd that is surrounding Jesus, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many other types of people who had physical disabilities or Gentiles. Now we saw from the previous passage that, G Gentile, uh, uh, that Jesus was confronted by a Gentile woman, a Canaanite woman, a Syrophoenician. But now here we see Jesus now crowded by this multitude of Gentiles. Now the passage is expanding in a sense where we see Jesus now doing more of Gentile ministry uh, while, being with, while withdrawing away from his people, his Jewish people, because they were building their hatred against him. In this situation, in this passage, we see that Jesus, regardless of uh, the nation and ethnicity of or background who he was, he is a person that people seek for. As I asked the question in the beginning, I mean, why do we seek Jesus in our life? Why do we come to Jesus? It's because he's the one who can only resolve the problem that are beyond our ability to handle. We see that here in verse 30, great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet. Now that's the situation that we are in, and we come to know Jesus through that. And we hear many testimonies in, at our church from our brothers and sisters who come to know Jesus in faith. And because they testify that they come to know Jesus, they heard the, the Word of God for the first time when they were in those kind of situations, not necessarily in their physical disabilities or in their physical distress, but in those situations that were so grandeur, so great, uh, so difficult, that they come and a, a submission, and they're submitting to Jesus, coming to his feet at his feet and just submitting themselves because the problem is beyond their ability to resolve and those are the situation and times when we come to jesus and we know from our experience as christians that we also had that moment that is why we came to faith because god through jesus in the working of the holy spirit responded to our plea with grace and he allowed us to repent making us know that it is only God who can save us, who can heal us, who can restore us. And those are the testimonies that we hear a lot, many, 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 many times in churches through our, our brothers and sisters. That is why I can say Jesus is the one who can only resolve our problems, the most desperate problems that we cannot handle. Now, by that, we might assume that, yes, it is us that kind of motivates Jesus to respond because we come to Jesus in submission. But that is only the situation. That is not the motivating reason why Jesus responds. Because in verse 32, we see that Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. Now, I talked about the situation when we come to Jesus. 
But regardless of the situation, we know from this verse that Jesus already has compassion for all these people. It is regardless of their action. Uh, maybe the, the degree of their submission, maybe the degree of their cry for help or plea, it is regardless of that. Because it says in verse 32, I have compassion for these people. The sovereign Lord Jesus Christ is the one who already has the compassion for these people. That is the motivation and the driving reason why Jesus wants to heal them and he feeds them and to care for them. We see in the following verses 33, uh, 33 to all the way 38, uh, uh, the, uh, the multitude being fed, the 4,000 Gentiles being fed with just seven loaves of bread and some fishes. Now this is different from the 5,000 that was fed because this is the Gentile crowd, whereas the 5,000 were the Jewish crowd. Now here, Matthew uses the number seven in symbolic sense. It is rather unique in the, in the book of Matthew because he doesn't uh, do much of that. Uh, we, sign, we see more of that, as, for example, in, in the book of Revelations or the Gospel of John. But here, he uses the number seven three times to symbolize that this is being done in perfection. There were seven loaves, it says in 34. 36, it says he took the seven loaves and the fish. In 37, we see that the remaining leftovers were seven basketfuls. Now, three sevens here in symbolic sense, what does it represent? That the Gentile ministry has already been fulfilled, completed in perfection. Jesus has compassion not just for the Jews, but for all people. That is why he came here, because that was the Father's will. Now he came here to do what? Not just to give seven loaves, but to break his body as a ransom for many. To break his body to feed not just the Jews, but for all people. And what does that happen? What does that do? They all eat and they are satisfied. That is what Jesus' body does. That's the grace of God that is flowing from Jesus. So please remember, it is not what we do that motivates Jesus to respond. It is Jesus who already has compassion for all people that allows us to come to Jesus in our most desperate moment in our life with problems that are beyond our ability to, to control or handle or resolve. And Jesus responds by giving his body to allow us to eat and be satisfied. That is what this passage tells us today and gives us the encouragement to continue to come to Jesus in prayer and seeking for Him because He's the one who has compassion for us and He's the one who can resolve and help us. So I ask you to come to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Father Lord, help us. We are with many problems that we cannot resolve. So we come to You. You have given us Your body so that we could eat and be satisfied. That is the grace that we seek so that we could live beyond our problems. So I ask this in Jesus' name so that you can help us. We pray in your Son's name. Amen. For a single soul,